Let us pray. God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. James chapter 4, verse 6. Dear Lord, thank you for humbling yourself, even to the point of death. I pray that I would walk in your example, not striving after status or recognition, but recognizing how healthy it is to humble myself. When the pride of the flesh presses against me, I will look to your Spirit to counsel me, count myself dead to pride and alive to humility. I humble myself today, recognizing I am new-hearted and deserve to serve others. Thank you for your humble service to me through the cross and resurrection. I am so grateful for the way you esteem me and treat me with dignity, even when I don't deserve it. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. America's federal debt just reached $33 trillion, and many economists predict the weight of this crippling debt load will soon topple the whole financial system. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold too. But learn for yourself. Text the word HEARTBEAT to 989898 and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. If you have an IRA or a 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into an IRA in gold, and you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Text HEARTBEAT to the number 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. There's no cost or obligation, so do it now. Text HEARTBEAT to 989898. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
The disciples were discussing among themselves who was the greatest. Then Jesus asked them what they were arguing about, but they remained silent because they were discussing their own importance. Jesus then revealed the upside-down nature of the kingdom. He sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If any man wants to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. Mark 9.35 How can you successfully operate in this upside-down kingdom? It starts with understanding that new heart of yours. It's a heart of humility that wants to love others and put them before yourself. Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Last time, we were reminded that the kingdom of heaven is not just a place we go to when we die but also an active culture built by Jesus living in us and through us. The Bible describes God's kingdom as anywhere God rules and reigns as king. We eagerly await a time when God's kingdom fully meets earth so we can live under the perfect reign of Jesus. However, we don't have to pine for heaven because we actively participate in bringing heaven to earth through the Holy Spirit. Every time we bear the fruit of the Spirit, displaying acts of kindness, generosity, and patience, we reveal more of God's kingdom right where we are. Today, we'll discuss the contrast between the culture of Jesus' kingdom and the world's culture. When Jesus taught his disciples about the kingdom of heaven, he described something counter to the world's culture. He said the first shall be last and the last shall be first. He also said whoever desires to be great in God's kingdom must be a servant of all. So while the world may see greatness as getting ahead, being first, and getting recognized, Jesus clearly had a different perspective. He saw the kingdom of heaven as a place where the marginalized, the forgotten, and the disinherited found purpose. He also saw it as a place where the powerful and the prominent in this world could genuinely humble themselves from the heart and use their gifts to serve others. Let's return to the gospel story and examine how Jesus modeled true greatness with his disciples. There was an upper room for Jesus and his disciples to celebrate Passover. Jesus entered with his disciples, contemplating what God was about to do to him and through him. His disciples began making themselves comfortable, ready to unstrap their sandals and clean up before the feast. Jesus, as Gentile slaves would do in that time, removed his robe and wrapped a towel around his waist, then bent over to wash his disciples' feet. Leaning over the puddles of dirt and grime, getting wet with the filthy water, the Son of God washed his followers' feet. Peter Astonished by what was happening, shouted, Lord, why would you wash our feet? Jesus, knowing Peter's confusion, said, What I am doing you do not quite understand, but trust me, in time you will. Peter, 
still confused and flustered that his teacher and master would be washing grimy feet, said, You shall never wash my feet, it is below you. Jesus, now sternly looking into Peter's eyes, said, If you do not let me wash you, you will have no part in me. Peter, after hearing this, insisted that Jesus then wash his whole body. Jesus spoke literally for a moment, saying, You are already clean, he said. I just need to clean your feet because you have been walking all day. Yet there was a greater metaphor he then communicated. But not all of you are clean, he said. This he said concerning Judas. Jesus had already known what Judas was planning on doing, yet he cleaned his feet anyways. After Jesus had finished cleaning his disciples' feet, he cleaned himself and walked back to the table. Do you understand what I have done to you? he asked. I am your teacher, and I humbled myself to wash your feet, a job only slaves do. If I am willing to do this for you, surely you can do this for one another. A servant is not greater than his master, yet I did this for you. Blessed are you if you do these things for others. According to Jesus, God's kingdom involves loving and serving others. God gives grace to the humble, and he resists the proud. We saw this illustrated in King Saul's demise because of his pride and King David's rise due to his trust in the Lord. Saul, out of fear people would not trust him, spoke, saying, Just bring the peace offering to me. I will make the sacrifice to God. Saul hastily and sloppily offered the sacrifice and led people in worship. Saul worshipped God with no reverence, love, or intensity. Instead, he saw it as a chore that needed to be done quickly before they went into battle. As Saul had finished, behold, Samuel stood behind him. Saul looked at Samuel's eyes. They shot right through him. His gaze was piercing and reflected the intensity of God. What have you done? Samuel said to Saul. Saul gave a nervous laugh and said, The people were growing nervous because you were late, and the Philistines are ready for battle. Saul continued to smile and feign ignorance. I had no choice but to begin the offering. As king, I had to seek favor from God. Samuel saw right through Saul. He knew Saul only did it out of compulsion. He rushed the worship of God to appease his own anxiety. Not only that, but he was not a priest or chosen by God to speak for him. You are a fool, Saul, Samuel said. Your kingdom will be as temporary as your obedience to God. God has already set his gaze on another king, a man after his own heart. After saying this, Samuel vanished, and the people followed Saul into battle. Saul displayed the outward qualities people were looking for in a king. Therefore, the people were not bothered by his actions. But God saw the depths of Saul's heart. He knew that no amount of charisma or clout could ever replace a heart that trusts the Lord. God chose a different king who was unremarkable on the surface, but inwardly he had all the qualities of God's chosen king. Samuel greeted Jesse, and the two of them ate together and consecrated the land for God. 
Samuel looked at Jesse intently and asked if he could bring forth his sons. When they came, Samuel looked at the oldest, Eliab. He was a well-built man, tall, muscular, and had charismatic qualities that made up a king. Surely this must be the Lord's anointed, Samuel thought to himself. Yet God interrupted him and said, Do not look at his stature or looks, for I do not see as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but I look upon the heart. Abinadab came forth before Samuel, and he too was not the one God had chosen. Seven more of his sons passed by Samuel, and none of them were the one God had spoken of. Frustrated and a bit flustered, Samuel turned to Jesse and said, Are these all your sons? Jesse scratched his head and said, Well, there is still the youngest. He is out in the field tending to the sheep. David was in the fields. The day was almost over, and the cool spring air whistled across the grass where the sheep fed. David often took them to a hill not too far from home, where he would sit and look at the stars. David sat in complete peace, but still on alert for any predators that may lurk around the corner. David took a deep breath, soaking in the last rays of good sunlight. As his eyes were closed, he could hear his father's voice in the distance beckoning him. Slowly and methodically, David corralled the sheep and stepped into his father's house. Samuel was sitting when David entered into the home. He had a smile on his face. He was a handsome young man, no older than seventeen, and had beautiful eyes that made you feel warm and welcomed. God whispered to Samuel and said, Arise, for this is my king. The contrast between Saul's pride and David's humility illustrates the upside-down nature of God's kingdom. Saul, as well as David's brothers, had all the outward qualities of a king. David, however, had the inward qualities of a king. Jesus values the heart and service to others over charisma, power, and stature. So, how can you successfully operate in this upside-down kingdom? Understanding the new heart that God has given you is key. True humility is not some heroic effort on your part to push yourself down, but rather the beautiful opportunity to recognize that you are the new self, a new creation with a new, humble heart. This new heart naturally desires to love others and serve them, so you don't have to try to act humble because you already have a humble heart given to you by God at salvation. It's also important to remember that God is not the one humbling you. Scripture tells us to humble ourselves, just as Jesus humbled himself. This is a decision we make in line with our new hearts, choosing to act in a way that aligns with who we truly are. So, embrace the humility that flows naturally from your new, humble heart, and let the indwelling Christ guide you in loving and serving others in the upside-down kingdom of God. Thank you for listening to today's Heartbeat of Faith podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode or learned something new about the Bible, share it with a friend or family member. 
Download the Pray.com app and for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.